Hello? Okay, I think we are connected. That's brilliant. Um, so welcome to the podcast, Mark. Thank you. Um, pleasure to be on air, first guest. That's kind of cool. I, uh, I'm now I'm feeling like I'm on the spot. <laughs> yes, same here. Having a first guest it worries you sometimes. I'll I'll give you my best shot. We'll see if we can make an episode that's worthy. Yeah, let's hope so. Right, so episode we'll be talking about charity and volunteering, which um, to Mark is a specialist subject because um, <laughs> I've looked through your Twitter. It's quite good. Thank you. Um, and I, I just wanted to um, ask, so how did you get involved in the volunteering and charity? Well, I've gotten into it mainly because I teach for a living and uh, many of the students that I work with uh, are in need of social services and other things that can assist them getting their life where they need to be. And so what I've started to do is use my understanding of technology and uh, those kinds of things to try and help spread the word of some uh, area nonprofits that are near me trying to help steer support to them and that's where I believe my expertise can best be useful so uh, my wife works in uh, social services in in the city of Akron and so I I have the luxury of having somebody that knows about a lot of the area resources and as I find things out or I find happenings and different things, I use Twitter, I use my podcast, Make a Difference, um, and things like that, trying to send support to these organizations. Yeah, that's that's brilliant, that. Um, so what um, um, subject do you teach? I write curriculum for a, uh, the Ohio Media School, which is a school that teaches broadcasting and uh, we have some seven campuses across the United States. And uh, right. I write curriculum on how to do basically what I'm doing, you know, podcasting and all sorts of different things like that. That's brilliant. And um, speaking about social um, services in that aspect, my father actually is a social worker and a person of that sort. So I'm guessing we, we can kind of relate on that basis as well absolutely um what what country are you calling in from again i've forgotten the united kingdom okay so you're you're you know you're calling in from there and we can speak even from the differences from the country if you you know the united states versus the united kingdom and how the philosophies are handled uh yeah one of the coolest features that uh, and this was one of the ones that my wife had reminded me to make sure that we spoke of. In the United States, uh, we have a uh, nonprofit that is called the United Way. And uh, in Summit County, well, it's, it's actually across the United States, actually. There is, uh, in the phone system, if you just pick up a handset and dial 211, um, you're going to get connected to a United Way representative near where you are. And it's 24 hours a day, seven days a week um, that they can do all just about anything. I mean, if it's uh, 
I need help with my rent. I need help with food. I need help with a variety of different things. Those three digits uh, are, are your gateway to, to getting support. And it's, it's really kind of cool. And one of the things she turned me on to today was they actually have an electronic uh, newswire that they send out as part of what they're uh, what they're sharing with people. And so like I'm looking at January 7th uh, newswire right now and uh, you know, COVID vaccine, economic impact payments, families are first teachers, free legal clinic, COVID-19 resources, Facebook legal aid, looking for employment. And that's just off the, off the top end of the rip. And so those are all, there's links right into that, uh, email that you're basically looking at um, that can get you to things uh, both nationally and locally. As I'm going down here and looking deeper, um, they actually have it geared toward the county that I live in. Um, so even though it's a national scale thing, the the actual uh, email that I'm looking at is localized to what I'm doing and it shows the dates and the resources and where you can go locally to get support. And I mean, they, they've really thought a lot through this and it's a, I used, uh, when I was a director of education and, uh, working with my, my students, they were, they were one of the first reaches that I made to try and get my kids connected to support that they need. That's, um, that's much better than what we have in the UK. In the UK, there is nothing that can support people like that. That's, I mean, the, the closest thing is we have Childline, but that's to support children in need. And that's that's the only real thing we have. There is, you know, as you said, it's localized. We have nothing really. It's kind of scattered. There is no, you know, national thing like the United Way is. You know, it's unfortunate that it's not in our country, but to your country, it seems very good. Um, I'm just wondering, so the United Way, so that... Can, that it, does that link everything you know locally or you know as you said local emails you know localized to your county and your area so I'm guessing it's kind of like a news website as well or the uh, the United Way let me get to their master site one so I can speak from that give me one second it's fine take as much time as you want So I'm looking, uh, I'm, I'm getting to the United Way in Cleveland, which is a larger city uh, north to us. And, you know, right off the rip, you can donate right to the website. Um, you can you can get things there to, to help. Um, and that's in the, the Cleveland area, the, the numbers and different things on Twitter. Um, the United Way of Cleveland has a... Twitter site at United Way CLE um, that, you know, is I'm just scrolling down through here. There's all sorts of things there that they can get you, get you in touch to. And, you know, it just kind of gives gives back, um, you know, on their on their main site, United Way of Cleveland dot org um, right off of uh, 
at the beginning. It's like, what do we do? I know the United Way, but what do you do? And so there's information, uh, there's board of directors information, uh, ways to get involved. And that's, that's where I really try to go. Um, you know, the Cleveland Food Bank has been very active uh, with the COVID situation of feeding uh, thousands of people in the city that need help. And it's been a partnership uh, amongst the volunteer uh, organizations in the uh, in the county. Uh, Greater Cleveland Volunteers is one of the local groups on Twitter that I try to really push their uh, their Twitter feed messages and things around to get uh, people connected and you know really using hashtags effectively to not necessarily try and get it across the world but keep it localized. You know the what are the tags in Cleveland? CLE, Cleveland 216. There's there's tags within the uh, community, and a lot of people don't know them. And as soon as you can get things connected to there, you can localize the message to the areas that are going to be impacted, and you can steer the information. And that, that's really what I'm trying to focus on. And um, I'm going to sit down and take this year and start and expand the podcast a little bit similar to what we're doing here, doing interviews with some of these people and attempting to get more of their information out to the community because sometimes they're the best kept secret nobody knows about. Yeah. That, um, so as you've said, it, it's very localized. You know, you can find food banks in your area. You can food state <clears throat> food banks. Um, it's just it's so unfortunate that there is literally nothing in the UK that does the same thing. And, you know, it's, it's very fortunate that people who are in need, you know, have somewhere to find help and, you know, somewhere to find the next meal. Because some people, due to the COVID situation, you know, they've lost their job. And how do they feed their children or family? How is, how is it handled in the UK? Um very poorly i'd say i mean there is no local i mean the the only local things aren't government provided um they are it's it, it's just um off people's backs to fund charities and places like that because in the uk there is nothing that i know to support of that is government owned the only thing i could think that is government owned is the nhs but that currently is in a glo- um, nation- national emergency because every emergency bed is full and because it's, you know, it, 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 the government is doing nothing to help with food banks or except from school, because in, in, in um, schools there is free food, but even then our, our Prime Minister Boris Johnson is warning that he might stop the food, so you know, even children won't be able to get fed. So food banks are very limited across the area. Wow. I mean, you know, part of this and, you know, it it always starts with one person with an idea. So I, I offer this for just the consideration of that. It's an idea. But when we talk about, like, say, the uh, Greater Cleveland Volunteers Organization that I mentioned uh, you know, I'm, and again, I'm reading off their website. They work with 2,200 volunteers that give their time to address the needs in Cuyahoga County. It's people that have just decided to take it upon themselves and make a difference. And again, that's where it kind of comes with where my focus of my podcast is going to be going is, is sometimes it's not that you, uh, 
have to wait for the government to do it, but it's really great organizations that are volunteers where people see a need and they become active and go do something about it. And I don't know, I don't know if the, the, the UK offers that kind of a ability to do, but you know, I, one of the things that I had seen was a young lady, a college student, and she had taken it upon herself in the very much the same way that we just saw and was starting to deliver pizzas right out of her dorm room window. And wow, that, you know, I mean, incredible that. it doesn't necessarily require that you have a huge uh, organization behind you to make a difference. Uh, the concept of pay it forward and do what is right within the means of what you have at the moment is what you can do. Now, if it can grow and it can continue to go, then you do so. But I think, uh, you know, sometimes we feel that what difference can I make is the mentality that a lot of people look at this. And, uh, you know, some of the quotes that I've gone through on the podcast here over the last uh, month of December or so, uh, my my normal shows, we sit down and, and we take a quote a day and we kind of reflect yeah. upon that and then talk about how to implement. But, you know, a lot of the quotes of the day were just that. Um, how can I make a difference with what's in front of me right now? And, you know, I think, I think that's the mentality that many of us need to kind of get back to is it's not waiting for other people to do something or how directing it, but each of us as an individual looking at what's before us and say, what's the need? What can I do? And start there. You just start it. That's the hardest thing to do is to get action going and actually move forward with something because you're feeling like I can't get something done. I can't accomplish. But that, that fear is what holds you back. And it's, it's, it's often about just making a start. Somebody else can pick up their way. Somebody else can pick up their way. And, and that's how organizations start and grow. It's one person having the courage to make a difference in the moment. I can absolutely agree with you there. And I think um, somebody said this quote to me. Um, the, the hardest part about walking 100,000 steps is taking the first step. Mm -hmm. And I feel like what um, you've said there is directly you know linked to that you know the hardest thing the hardest part about you know doing all this is just starting and I could totally agree um I mean currently in here we're in national lockdown so you know we're forced to stay at home but you know I, you know I'd love to do like delivery you know pick up food but it, you know I, I'd love I'd love to do it and I'm feeling like I should you know I, I think I could start it I think I'd, I'd love to, and I, I probably will start doing it to local people around the area because I know a lot of people who have, unfortunately, you know, passed away or are in critical need right now that, you know, unfortunately, some charities will not offer the support to. I mean, the, the so, college student that I, I referenced earlier, uh, you know, the whole point was his dorm was on the second floor, so he was able to maintain social distancing by lowering their pizza down. But he had the ability to get the pizza to the dorm room. And, and so, you know, it was looking at it and, and, you know, sometimes thinking out of the box or thinking in uncharacteristic ways 
uh, not being hemmed in. And again, a large part of this is fear. People, oh, nobody will think, or what about what will they think? Don't worry about what they'll think. Go solve the problem. Have the courage to act. And, you know, if you're saying that you feel the need to do that, then act on that. Have the courage to be yourself and and the, the strength in yourself to believe that you can make a difference. Yeah, I feel like those words will definitely inspire a lot of people listening to this podcast to, you know, go out and just help the community because, it, you know, the, because the community really in these desperate times, you know, they, they need the help that they, you know, they'll, they need the help that they can. So I feel like this has definitely inspired me and a lot of people that will be listening to this podcast to go out and help the local community, especially during national lockdown and all these, you know, it, government um, inflictions upon that are upon us. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, think of, think of it as this blunt question when you think about it. Who controls your future? Wow. It would be yourself, wouldn't it? Only you can control your future. So you have the choice. And and again, that's the month of January study for the podcast is quotes all about choice. You have the choice. You have the choice when to start. You have the choice when to stop. You have the choice if you start. Exactly, you know. You, you you can control, you know, you can, you're the person to do this, you know, you're, you know, you need to control your future in a, a definitely a more positive way and a definitely more positive way to communities and charities. I feel like what we, we are talking about, especially today during these times, we can definitely act upon and inflict our, you know, our own self-will and you know, go out of our way to help communities because we want to make a positive impact and we want to make sure that we and our community have the best future as possible. Within the communities, are, are there already like-minded people that you can gather around to draw upon resources that others may have? And that's that's where it starts. You know, uh, like-minded people, if you can find that, and this is the beautiful part about social media is that uh, you know, harnessing that technology for good is finding like-minded people that can help you find something you didn't know about because they did. And it's, it's just one step at a time, one chink at a time, and you can, you can start to make a difference in what you're doing. But you, you know, sometimes we don't know what we don't know and we need to draw upon things. And, and I think that's where, uh, social media brings such a great technology and the internet as a whole brings a uh, great technology. I mean, you know, the expression, Google it, if you will, somebody knows something you need to know. The question is, how do you find it? Exactly. So, you know, um, you know, I, I was just saying to one of my friends who, um, unfortunately lives in a, you know, his family is very, um, unfortunate in this situation their brother's business had to shut down due to the coronavirus and due to being bankrupt due to the government um, restrictions. So, you know, I I was saying to him, if we can like get uh, the rest of our friends to, you know, 
get food delivered to their local um, areas. We could we could really affect the town in a positive way and help people who have recently got their businesses shut down. So well, here's a great definitely here's a great way to to harness your podcast. If people are listening to this and they want to contact you and make a difference, how do they reach the podcast? Well, um, glad that you asked that. I will put my Twitter and um, your Twitter in the bio um, description below. And I'll make sure that people are available to contact me anytime they want so that we can, you know, make, you know, ask what they need and ask what they want, you know, helping with. Outstanding. Because that's the thing. You've made a difference here with your first episode of your podcast and how you wish to try and steer people's thinking towards finding like-minded people. Now, the next thing that a podcast can help do is harness people to come together. It can be the rallying point to allow people to connect and communicate. You've already got a Twitter account set up for it. You've already got a way to harness around uh, the make a different hashtag. The make a difference hashtag is one of the ones that I use to coordinate people around. Um, you know, maybe give some thought to hashtags that you wish to come, you know, coordinate around and then start and harness social media, whether it be Facebook or Twitter or, uh, whatever channels that you go to start and channel like-minded people. And it may be as simple as you getting someone else in touch with somebody else. You're the gateway to get them connected. That might not happen without you. Um, yeah, definitely. Especially with the um, hashtag thing, you know, as you said, it's kind of like a coordinator for people around you. So, um, um, you know, we could suggest making our own like local hashtag Absolutely. and anyone who asks us, you know, that could be a direct like controlling to help. Absolutely. CLE and help does others. exactly that for the, the city of Cleveland. Um, you, there's two, two major hashtags that people follow, you know, obviously hashtag Cleveland and also hashtag CLE for, uh, both of those in the city of Cleveland. Uh, that's one way that it's coordinated around the area and, you know, whether it is, uh, a city, whether it's a region, uh, you know, the, the, the brilliance that you can bring to it is using your knowledge of the local area to choose hashtags that are creative and memorable to get people to gather around them. Exactly. I think it would be um, a lot um, better because we kind of live in a kind of semi-isolated area. We live in the Pennines in the north, you see. So I think it'll be better. It'll be a better way of, you know, definitely a better way of coordinating people to certain points because you know it, it's a lot smaller our area it's a village that we live in so it'll be a lot better to help a lot more local people and maybe local people can contact people across these you know the Pennines to help others kind of spread the message absolutely and you know as as we conclude our conversation here it becomes one of those situations where you, you know, you can see the need. You've already expressed it during our conversation. Now, what are the solutions that you see? Don't let I can't enter the conversation. Right now, what you're trying to gather is 
what are the needs. Get those into a list. Um, I use Trello as an, uh, I don't know if you've ever used that program, uh, Trello.com. It's like index cards and uh, you can just write ideas down on it and make lists and then you can shuffle them into orders for priorities and you can have columns of them and shuffle them left to right uh, to organize them. And then you've got it in a situation where when you find other like-minded people, you can give them access to that and turn them on to the work that came before them. And, you know, this way you can start and create lists and ideas and put things down where they can start and be organized. You find somebody with strengths, you can go ahead and drop it into a column and start and divide that off as, as your resources grow. Um, but again, it's all, it's all about starting to figure out what is the need, get that captured, then step back and start and figure out what resources can I bring to that need, get that captured, step back from that. How do we do it? It, the biggest inhibitor for so many people when they want to start and make a difference is actually looking at how to break the task down into step-by-step uh, organizational ways to begin to address. And I think that's that's really what, uh, you know, people, people may not necessarily have the time or have the understanding to think through it. They become overwhelmed with the task. And you've got to keep it simple. What is the problem? The answers will come. And sometimes you can go the other way and start with the answers. What is it we need? Don't worry about the question. What is it we need? Then you can go backwards. But you've got to have the courage to just think Um, it through. Definitely. Um, I feel like the way we, um, you have, um, you know, laid out, you know, we can figure out from the problem and then the answers come, come with it. And then, and, and also we can go from the answer and figure out what the problems come also and figure that out. So I'm definitely going to try out that website. You've That's suggested. Trello.com. And, um, right. I'll, um, I'll put the link in the bio definitely to make sure that people also, have a way to, you know, use that website for a positive manner to, you know, look at the problem, figure out the answers with it by just stepping back and, and it's looking free. at it. That's what's really cool about um, it is, uh, I mean, they do have a, a, a paid system, but it it is a free site and a free service to get you started. And then if you decide that you want more of the premium services that can come with it, uh, you can you can move forward with it. But it's very, very functional for free. Definitely. I mean, for free, that is a bargain, I would say. Um, and also what could really help is, as a coincidence, what we're talking about, charity, there is actually, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, Emmaus. I think it's only available in the UK and probably Europe. So I'm not sure if you've heard it, but there's um, a, a shop down there, a massive shop that is a focused on charity and they actually employ, employ homeless people. And they have their own food bank. So, you know, using this podcast, you know, we won't mind collaborating and spreading those food banks across the town and the Manchester as a whole, the city Absolutely. that I live near. I mean, you know, it all starts with a single individual. And you and I connected today. Now, from this podcast, who might reach out and connect as a result of what they hear here 
in in Manchester that you didn't even know. And that's that's where it starts. And from there, you don't you don't get overwhelmed by how big the problem is. Take what you have one step at a time and work towards the vision of what you think is the solution. And there's how you make a difference. That's it's been um, an absolute um, just I, I would say thank you for being the first guest on our podcast and also thank you for sharing your you know ins- you know messages that can serve as inspiration and also wisdom to people you know not even in the UK in different countries that might listen Absolutely. to this podcast and they can start what you know Cleveland volunteers have started what you've started and what I will begin to start we can inspire a lot of people to, do, to help a lot of others during this very dark time so once again I'd, uh, I'd like to thank you um, Mark for being on this podcast and hopefully we can talk I would another enjoy time. that very much thank you for having me as a guest bye 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 bye